Welcome to the Riot Podcast, where we have practical discussions on how to share your faith, see the news from God's eyes, and answer some of faith's hardest questions. Welcome to the Riot Podcast. This is Bob Shoneman alongside my good friend, Mac Daddy, Pete Robertson. Hey, man. How are you? I'm good, brother. <laughs> I got a little bit of a tan. Did you notice? Yeah, you did. Cause you, a little. Just you, a little bit. Because you're laying out. Yeah. Well, you were in the sun at the beach for the week. I was covered with SPF 30, but yeah. still got a little bit. How do you feel about when you put suntan and lotion? Do you like it? No, I, I can't hate, stand I can't it. wait to take a shower and get it off. That's exactly me. <laughs> when it, when I, I always tell Christine when I'm putting it on, I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Oh, I do not like it. And then when I get home, I was like, oh, I got to get it off. It I gotta can't get it off. be good for you. No, it like so. stings and everything when you're putting it on. It's yeah. just like. It's gross. I'm not a, I don't like the one that makes you white. So I won't get that one. So like when you put it on and you're yeah, all look. white when you're putting it on. Yeah. Who's, who thought of that? And you have to rub and rub and rub and rub and rub and rub to get it. And I would not use those. Like tan. Yeah. So when you're putting the, the suntan lotion on, you actually look like you have a tan right. instead of making you look like you're right. now. Right. I know. Right. And then some people would be like, dude, I'm going to leave the white on. So they just shove white all over right. their body <laughs> and they're walking around. They're just white. <laughs> Is that, is their mindset like, Hey, Casper. Yeah. Right. Is their mindset like, Hey, I'm going to be more protective because I'm not rubbing it in. I'm just going to be white. Is yeah, that what it is? Weird. Yeah. I don't know why they made it that color. I don't know. I don't like they, it. So. Maybe that's a bit. Yeah. Make suntan lotion. That is the color of. Yeah. Well, I, I get that. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm putting it on, it's usually that or the spray, sometimes the spray, because that one doesn't, you just do it. But with the spray, you have to make sure you rub it in really good because then the you have it's clear too. So yeah. That's nice. Well, I had it where I did, I didn't rub it in once. So I just did the spray. And then all of a sudden I had patches of burn marks on my body. <laughs> and I realized because I didn't rub it in. Uh, and, and so now I've learned my lesson. So if you're doing the spray, you have to rub it in. So I'm not laughing at you. Yeah. Laughing with you. Yeah, because you've done no, it. No, I was kind of laughing at you. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I do a lot of funny things. But yeah, you. so you got to go on a cruise, you and your wife. That yeah, was fun. It's awesome. Yeah. We got to go to St. Thomas again and uh, Labadee, yeah. uh, Haiti, which is a beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah. It's not really in Haiti. I mean, it is yeah. technically, yeah. but. There's Haitians working there, but. Yeah. yeah, there's a little fishing village. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's called. Labadee's yeah. the. Right. And they, you can see them if you, if you get up early or you watch when you're leaving, yep. you'll see the boats, like oh, the yeah. trolley boats going back yep. and forth, taking all the, yep. all the employees. Yeah. yeah. They're, I mean, it probably finances that town. Oh yeah, that's for a, sure. So that's a good thing, but it's just sad. You look, uh, you, you just, you look at the surroundings. Haiti should be a very, very wealthy country. It is absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's stunningly good. The water is, yeah. you know, what you picture when you think of right. Caribbean, the Caribbean ocean. And, right. The mountains and it's green and it's beautiful, yet it's the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah, that and Dominican Republic. Yeah, but yeah. So why? Yeah, why corruption? Yeah, it's yeah. Really it's well wherever there's evil, wherever there's. I mean, again, what does the Bible say? The, the Satan's main objective is to destroy, is to kill, kill and destroy. Yeah, and to and to cause havoc, and yep. so he's all about that. And so whenever you go into any country, look at the United States even now. I mean, look at, there's a lot of, wherever there's corruption, wherever there's the heart of corruption, you're going to not, it's not going to be pretty. Nope. It's going to be ugly, you know, and it's just, that's just how it is. Or, or it's, there's, there's, there's places in the world that is, it's made up to look good on the outside. But when you start looking on the inside, it's going to be dirty and yucky too. I'm thinking of Dubai, other places. 
Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. So when you get into the, the, the other side of it, it's kind of up front, huh? It's all yeah. shiny and pretty and new. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of Dubai, I, that's a fun place. I've never been there. It's, it's like, uh, you've been to, uh, Rodale Drive. Yeah. In, in Beverly yeah, Hills. In Beverly Hills. Yeah. So they, so Rodeo Drive. it's Rodale Drive. What's your uh, dream? Right. I got a dream. So I, I call I, Abu Dhabi or Dubai. I say it's like Rodale Drive on steroids. Really? It's even nicer, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, it's it's insane. Where I grew up, we had Worth Avenue. Oh, down in Boca? Palm Beach. Oh, Palm Beach. Beach. oh yeah. But Boca Raton is also kind of really nice areas. Nice areas. Yeah. Worth Avenue is the closest thing, I think, to Rodeo Drive. Yeah. It's just a lot smaller, like three blocks. Rodeo Drive is a lot bigger than Yeah. But anyway, so that's it. I don't Rodeo know why we're talking drive. about Yeah. But we've, uh, what else is new? We have um, Super Bowl was a couple weeks ago. Yep, Super Bowl's over. We got March Madness. Oh, I, ready to fire up. I just did, uh, I just launched the book. So my keys to being set yeah. free. Book. Yeah. So if anybody is looking to get that book, you can go into Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can order the keys so, to being set free. What's the ideal audience for that book? Um, who, that's, who, who, who'd you write it for? Yeah, that's really good. It, I would say the, it's, it's a one-on-one discipleship curriculum, but here's kind of how I see it. So let's just say you are a, a follower of Christ and you are maybe struggling with having intimacy with the father, or you're not, maybe you're not where you need to be spiritually. Maybe there's a, maybe you've plateaued in your Christian walk. Maybe you've, um, you're just not where you know you need to be. And, and, and maybe you recognize there's hangups or there's certain sins, there's certain things in your life that you constantly keep struggling with, that you just can't get free from them. Um, I would say that, that this book is for that. And I would say it's probably the majority of us, right? We, major, all of us have hangups of some sort, some way. But I, when I share with people, to, when you go through it, you, when you buy the book or when you get the book, you would, I would personally just go through it yourself and answer the questions accordingly. So it has it set up for like coach and student and so forth, but read through it and let the spirit of God to really work in your heart and just read through it and answer the questions and just be vulnerable before the Lord and, and work, work out your salvation as you go through it and find if there's areas where you can see where you're falling short or where you're not walking with God the way that he desires you to have that. Once you go through that, the book is designed though to have you take somebody else through it. And when you take somebody else through it, that is where you're really going to start seeing spiritual revival within your heart and the multiplication aspect of it. And not only are you going to find revival in your own life, but you're going to start seeing revival in that other person's life. And as God is moving in their heart and you guys are discussing together, it's a conversation, not a presentation, but as you're discussing it together, you're going to hear the Spirit of God working in that person. As God is moving in them and speaking, you're going to be ministered to. And it's a drug. And so I've been through this Keys to Being Set Free with many people, and every single person's different. And I grow differently every time that I go through it with each person that's different. Um, so, yeah. So I think the book— Did you guys hear a, that? It's like Pete says he grows while he's taking somebody yeah. else through the book. Yeah. And I, and I love what you said, because yeah. none of us are ever, I mean, we're, it's all, it's a journey. Yeah. So none of us are, you don't get to a point where like, okay, I, my spiritual walk, I, I peaked. That, that never happens. Yeah. I, no. But you used a word, you said plateaued. Yeah. And I think that's just a great, a great way to look at it. Like, you know, if you just feel like your relationship 
with God isn't growing yeah. the way it once was, and grab this book. Yeah, it'll help you help you do that. Yeah, I give two. I, I'm I'm going to do a video series or video on it, but I, there's two illustrations that really got me to writing a book. One was I was talking to a guy that was a Christian for over 25 years, and I was asking him how if he's if how God is speaking to him. You know, and he said, oh, I haven't heard God speak in 25 years. I said, but you've been going to church, you've been doing all this stuff, and you've been, and you're not hearing God speak. And I, and then as I was asking him a number of questions, his, his answers were, yeah, I really do want to hear God speak. I just don't know how. I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know why it's happening. And so the, the, I started writing the book to help answer those whys. It pretty much answers every why that you've ever had. Why am I acting this way? Why do I feel that way? Why do I look at that things? Why is the world happening this way? Why, 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 why? All those whys is answered within Keys to Being Set Free. And so it helped him walk through it. And at the end of it, after it, we went through this with him, he was just like, whoa, my gosh, his life has been changed. He sees things in a different light, different colors, and he's walking closely with the Lord. Same thing happened with a couple. There's a marriage couple that were going through it, and they were just not working out. And so we worked through this with them. And they started to identify the areas in their own walk where it was causing division within their marriage. And so it really helped set them free from, from those blockades and their relationship with the Lord increased and then their marriage increased and everything else. So it's made for those people. And then also addictions. I mean, if someone has fallen into addictions and they're at the end of themselves, then they would benefit from Keys to Being Set Free. So it's, okay. it just, it's, it's a wide range. Where can they get the book? Um, Amazon, or you can go on to naturaldeception.com and um, you can order it there, donation. Um, or you can go to Amazon and just look up Keys to Being Set Free and you can get it there. Or just contact us at theriotpodcast.com. <laughs> Actually, we should probably put it on. We'll put it on our web. We haven't put it on the website yet, but we will. Theriotpodcast.com and reach out and you can get it. Very cool. Well, we're going to dive into an interesting topic over this next four weeks. And uh, it's all around us. It's something everybody is talking about. And uh, we just decided, you know what? We Everybody's talking about it. We should probably talk about it, too. And uh, I, this makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, Pete. You're about- understatement. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'll give you the title, and then I'll pray. And then uh, let's, let's just jump into it okay. and uh, see where God leads us today. Because uh, uh, honestly, guys, we're not experts in this topic at all that you you'll hear about it in a second but uh we're, we're not going to pretend to be experts in it but we'll share what what we're learning yeah. and uh what some of the things that we've read and, and try to draw some uh, like we try to do with everything Pete, yeah. filter it through the word of God. Oh, always so that's yeah. that's what we're going to try to do as we go through this uh four-week journey yeah. through ai yeah so our title today is going to be christians and ai concerns that's how we're going to get started like I said, we'll do a four kind of a four week series on AI. And if you have questions, you know, please, like Pete said, go to the website or go to our social media sites and uh, ask those questions. We would love to hear from you guys. Um, if we totally butcher something and we're way off, we want to hear about that <laughs> yes. too, uh, so we can correct it and, and get it straight. Um, but let's let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we will get started on this uh, interesting topic. Lord, we uh, we love you. We trust you. And uh, we just ask for your wisdom and discernment as uh, we're just being bombarded with this thing called AI. And uh, we we just want to have a discussion and uh, kind of just share our hearts. And uh, more importantly, Lord, uh, what what we do with this new technology and how we use it, do we use it, and all these different questions that we have, Lord. 
Um, but we want to do all of this, uh, continue our goal of just bringing you glory, Lord. We want to lift up our, our, our listeners, and uh, we just want to bring you glory. We want to help point people to you in everything that we do. So I don't know where this is going to go, Lord, um, but you do. And we just ask for your guidance and your direction now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, I mean, how did this come about? We've been talking about AI on the show for the last few shows. I mean, it's been maybe a month or so that we've talked about it. And <clears throat> we put it out there one time, and I know people say, yeah, I would love to hear about that. So, I mean, this there's a reason. But again, Riot Podcast is where our mission and our mindset is <clears throat> we want to take what's hot out there, hot topics or, or things that are, are moving within society and then talk about it the best we can from a Christian perspective. And so that's the reason why we're going to identify it. It's our views. It's our thoughts process. Um, we've done a, some study. We've done some research. And so that's the reason why we have um, our outlines. But we're going to do four parts because <clears throat> to try to cover this all in one, it will not It will be way too much. So we're going to do four different shows. The last show, um, well, the, the last, the, the, four, the fourth show, we're going to do it on um is the ai can be the antichrist could it could it re could it have some sort of something and so it's gonna be a fascinating show and we're not going to give our opinion yes or no but we will at least discuss the topic in in a way that to help people kind of make their own decision and kind of look at it you know and and how should we approach it and so i think that's really where we're gonna go so we're gonna we're gonna do our best to share this topic from a christian perspective the best we can knowing like you said we're both a little uneasy about it because we really don't know it's so fresh and so new but if you start looking at the world today it is blowing up everywhere well yeah so we it's best that we get ahead of this now we'll probably do shows in the future again on it but it's best we get ahead of it now at least let's start start the discussion yeah i mean i've really been exposed to it a, a lot in my work life um you know i've and i think it's really came to the forefront about a year, a little over a year ago, when this thing called ChatGBT got released and it was kind of open to the public. I mean, AI has been around for a long time. I and mean, in fact, I think most of our listeners either they use AI every day. They, yeah. A lot of people probably don't realize they're using right. it. But if you're using Siri or Alexa or right. uh, you, you, you know, when you talk to your you talk to your wife about buying new tires for the car yeah. and then Facebook pops up an yeah. ad for tires. Yeah. That's AI. I mean, yeah. that's AI is all around us. It's being used, yeah. but it's been in the last year, maybe 15 months. It's just been very, um, well, it's becoming accessible for people. So yeah. people are able to start using it or start yeah. you know, for their in own fact, life. My real estate company, we did our convention in November and mm -hmm. literally that was the whole, like the whole topic of the four days there. It was all on classes on how to utilize this. So, um, well, I mean, the it's interesting to use it. Let's let's well, dive into. We our, are a part of a lot of Bible studies, and the different Bible studies I've had, I'm getting asked by people, "What yeah. about AI?" You yeah, know? we were just at the bowling thing the other day, and Barry, that's not on the show today, but he was just asked, "What's your thought on AI?" I said, "You know what? We really need to do shows on that." Yep. So, so here we, we are. can get it, and so that's where we're at. All that right. bowling thing. He Pete brought up bowling. Remember yeah. that? That was yeah. Pete, not yes. Bob. Bob. Very cool. Yes. All right. So uh, the title again, Christians and AI Concerns, and uh, let's get started with this. As a Christian stepping in to the rapidly growing world of artificial intelligence, it's both intriguing and imperative to approach this te technological frontier with discernment and wisdom. AI offers an unprecedented canvas for creativity, problem solving, and innovation, a reflection of the image of God in our ingenuity and stewardship. Today's show, we will, we will get acquainted 
with how the Christian community views AI capabilities and the potential of it. Let us do so with a heart guided by the principles of our faith, seeking to understand how this tool can not only enhance our lives, but also honor the values we hold dear in serving others and, more importantly, glorifying God. Yeah, I mean, again, the bottom line is there's it's so big, it's so vast. I mean, one of the shows, like, I think it's going to be the third show, we're going to talk about, you know, this whole, what if AI is controlling our military? What if it's in charge of, of studying the human mind and they understand how humans are thinking and that the AI is adjusting to the human thinking? And so it's making decisions based off of the human responses. And so it's like, you know, war or maybe our mechanisms or our systems are set up. So like, oh my gosh, they made that move. Well, the AI then goes into rogue and it's, and it's, you know, now it's doing this and can, uh, can it go rogue? Can they it made do a things? a movie about that like 30 yeah, well, years ago. We're going to talk about it. It's Terminator <laughs> 2, I think is what it is. It's not the one I was thinking of. I think, oh, uh, I can't remember. Yeah. But I mean, but anyway, so, but as a Christian, you're like, wait, is that good? I mean, is that bad? How, how are we, how do we relate in all that? So we'll talk about some of that stuff later, but it's, but I mean, that's why let's just, let's have fun with this. All right. I have no idea what we're going to say, you know, truthfully, we have some notes, but we'll see where God takes it and let's just have fun with it. And let's just, you know, have the discussion. We would love to have the discussion with you guys too. So, I mean, if you please go on our social media accounts and and if we have plug, plug the show, just talk to us and yeah. we would love to have conversation. I mean, even if you have insight, we would love to have you maybe on the show. Just let us know. So maybe we'll do something like that. All right. We love having guests on the show. Yeah. It is cool. a lot of fun. All right. As of 2023, Barna Research says most people are still getting acquainted with AI. Only about one in 10, that's 10% of yeah. adults say they use AI often, whether personally or for work. That number obviously has gone up significantly in 2024 as it has now become more readily yeah. available. So from 2023, it was still, it was there. It was People so are using new. it. So new. But as of this year, man, it's like gone from zero to hero quick. And so it's just really wrapping up. So that's the reason why we're doing this too. So, all right. Um, the research went on to say generally people hold mixed feelings about AI, ranging from outright, outright distrust, distrust, um, about 29% I don't tr of adults say, I don't trust AI. Mm -hmm. To promising interest, 35% say, I am curious about it. And 21% say, I am fascinated. Yeah, so I mean, AI is, so like you just used in the beginning, so you're talking about it, there's an algorithm that's within Facebook or all these other social medias that you have. They're picking up on what you're saying and they're listening so they're they're picking it up and then they're the algorithm now is going into play and it's and it's populating uh the ai system that's being triggered to to adjust to whatever it is that best fits your needs so it's it's like in that moment it's 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 working right you have it at your disposal so like if you using chat gdp there's so many different things the creatives or whatever and you need something, you're talking into that AI, then the AI is listening to what you're saying, and then it's formulating the plan or it's adjusting to whatever it is that you're saying, and then it's computing, and then it's giving you that resource. So you can see where it could be good and bad, um, but uh, that's kind of, you know, let's get the gist of layout of really what's happening within the AI world. It's It's complex, there's algorithms, there's systems, but it's 
AI is 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 built to adjust to real time human experience, and 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 that's I, I mean I that's the best that I can understand. I don't know your thoughts. I, there's just there's so many ways that you can use, and I and I think we're only it's like our capability of our own brains. We don't we use such a small fraction of yeah. the capability of our own brains. Yeah. Well, this is like, it's almost like it's putting a billion brains together. Yeah, that's what it is. And yeah. so, give you an example. So you can you can ask, there's programs out there where you can describe um, a picture that you want. And in like 30 seconds, it'll come up with a picture. Yeah. That that's, can be incredible. Yeah. Um, I'll give you another example. I was just playing around with an idea of of a business, of a business model. Yeah. I'm like, write me a business plan. Based on these criteria. Right. And in 30 seconds, Comes up I had a 10-page business plan. Yeah. Something that would have taken me a couple days right. to write at least. Right. So I think, to me, the exciting part is the time savings. Yeah. And, and what it can do so much quicker. And it's like any other computer program. It's garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. It's only going to be as good as what the inputs that you put in. But it's so much better bigger than we can ever imagine. I, or, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking, you said something on time savings. I wanted to touch on that because we don't have that really in our notes today. So I could see that as a positive. So the time saving as a positive, if it's used in for go and for God, if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's being used where you are lazy and you're not putting effort into I'm it. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a good yeah, point. I, I'm, I'm thinking that's a sin because God is definitely against that. Right. But if it's if it's in concert with what God is already doing in your life and you're in your in your you're working to glorify him, well, why would God not allow you to use maybe an AI or something so that the kingdom of God is being advanced because your time is being best used for his glory? See, if you're doing it to fulfill your own purpose. If you're doing it to help please yourself or help build yourself up without the intention of moving in a way that brings him glory, that's where the sin is. But if it's but if it's in concert with what God is saying and it's you're saving time, yes, but it's because you're saving time to do what God is asking you to do. So I that wasn't really? even that no, wasn't no different than anything else we do. That's exactly right. So, so let me give you another example how yeah. you can a way that can save time. Say you were you were writing an article and you wanted some quotes about I don't know um, freedom. You wanted some some famous quotes on freedom. Yeah. I mean, you could Google it and kind of look it up that way, yeah. or you could just put it in one of these these um, AI tools. Yeah. And literally, in again thirty seconds, you'll yeah. have a list of ten different quotes that fit the criteria that you yeah. were looking for. That may have taken you hours to oh, even, yeah. even Google. I mean, oh, yeah. Google is a you know that's amazing. A lot better than when I was a kid. We had yeah. used the Encyclopedia Britannica, right? Um, it's just a time, I, ways you can save time. I have, so I use it extensively. I use it all the time. So for me, the way that I use AI is I have, I have books that I read and I highlight and I understand. So I get a lot of stuff from books and stuff that's out there. And then I have about five or 10 Google applications open on my computer. And I'm researching. So I'm studying, I'm reading, I'm I'm doing that, and then I'm building myself an outline. So I I make it sure that I'm building the outline. I don't I'm not going to use AIs for the outline. 
you can understand that's where what's happening is is i'm i'm turning my brain over to the ai brain mm. and i'm not putting what god is telling me and so i refuse to do that so because if i go into putting allowing the ai to think for me then i'm not positioning myself with god and asking god what he's wanted me and so if i'm putting together something i'm looking i'm searching so i'm putting together my outline and then what I do is I take that part of my outline and I'll put it into AI to help expand it, help expand my thought. Here's my thought. Here's my intro. Here's where I'm at. I'll put it into AI to help bring to light what it is. And then I, then I have to adjust it because AI is not right. And so it's going to give me something, but then I have to take it to based off of what the Lord is telling me. And then I will then correct it and then pr present it. Well, And there's a really good point. Just because... Um, Chat GPT seems to be the most famous. Just because that it gives it back to you doesn't mean it's true. Right. So even when you're using stuff like that, you still have to verify all the. Oh yeah. Because it's just taking stuff that's on oh, the yeah. internet. Oh yeah. And we all know that this stuff on the internet and, isn't necessarily. And true. I and I have found it wanting more times than not. Sure. And 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 because again, when I am seeking what God is asking of me to do, writing, you know, um, putting together podcasts. Um, putting in their life groups, Bible studies, uh, talks, whatever that is that I'm doing. The last thing I want is for AI to speak to me. Pastor, listen to me, hear me. You know, leaders, listen. AI is not your answer. It's, it's not. What's your answer is the Spirit of God speaking in you. Amen. And you have to hear what God is saying, but it can help enhance your thought process based off of what God is telling you to help bring some light or bring some clarity. But again, like I said, I have found many times it found wanting, especially in the things of God, because I've asked it hard questions based off the of things of God, and it cannot give me, it cannot compute to me the spiritual aptitude or as a spiritual truth of what God is actually saying in that context. And so we have to be very, very careful of relying on that. And that's the trap right now. That's the trap with anything. Is don't get lazy. Yeah, it's the trap. All right. You know, All and right. I can only think that the more we get Christian um, perspective into the machine, then it's going to spit that stuff back out, too. So yeah. by using it, I, I don't know. Like, anytime we can get the Bible into ChatGBT, yeah. then the Bible is going to come back out of it. It's like, again, garbage well, and garbage. You got to put the good stuff well, in. Well, again, I have been, and it's, but it's still, it, it still does not bring to light the spiritual element. I it agree. brings to light knowledge and facts. That's a good point. But it can't bring into the, the spiritual side of it. It, it does has not no have soul. it. It, it does has it. no spirit. No. Yeah. It, it, it can give you the soul, it can give you the thought process, it can give you the thinking aspect. Mm. But it can't bring That's the spiritual point. element into That's right. it. That only the spirit of God. That makes sense. And and if you're using anything, the world ninety five percent of the world. I keep saying ninety five percent. I have no idea what the statistics are. I'm just making that you up. You know, eighty seven yeah. percent of statistics are made up on the spot. Yeah, I just made this up. <laughs> Here you guys go. The righteous invasion of truth. I'm making this up. But majority of the people that I that I can have common sense to think about will use knowledge and presentation will use the facts that they know and present their case with no spiritual undertone between it. Let it never be. And that's the case. Pastors are teaching that way. Leaders are leading that way. They have a lot of knowledge. It sounds great. 
great presentation. There's no true spiritual undertone. The Spirit of God is not alive and active in what they're saying. Hmm. Chat GDP AI is geared towards that aspect. Right. It's not geared towards the spiritual element. That is the relationship that we have to the Lord, and we have to have balance there. It has no spirit. Yeah. It can't. That's such a good point. And, and a warning, yeah. to, like you said, to pastors and leaders out there. Yeah. Don't, don't, use, yeah. don't use this technology as a substitute. Yeah. Use it as a tool. Yeah. I mean, if it's, again, in concert with, it's the tool. It's in concert with. What is God doing? What is God saying? How is God moving right now in your life? And where's the direction he's taking you? And, and based off of that context, how does the chat GTP come alongside of you in concert with help bring glory to God? No. It can. It will. Just like everything. I think it's cool. I use it. But you have to you know, check yourself. And Beware. that's kind of why we're talking about this. Beware. So, yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Through the lens of faith. However, there are some opinions where Christians have a very different view on AI compared to non-Christians. So let's talk some about that. Yeah, well, I mean, again, Barna came up with a statistic. They said one in four Christians, so about 28%, say they are hopeful AI can do positive things in the world. Compared to two in five non-Christians, say about, 40, well, about 40% say that they are. So the non-Christian world is more hopeful than the Christian world. Basically, it's what it's saying. But today, Christians are also likely less likely than non-Christians to feel fascinated or excited about AI or that it would make their life easier. Christian perspectives on artificial intelligence are as diverse as the faith itself. So the Christians seem to be just more apprehensive about AI. I think they're maybe they're reading into it too much. Maybe they're maybe it's like, oh, it can't be good. It can't be of God. It's replacing God. It's it's something. Again, I the way that I approach everything is God, what do you say? What, what is it that you want? And, and then there's integrity involved in that. If, if you're shortchanging things and you lack integrity, you lack that? Of God. No. And so there's got to be integrity in all of this. You, I mean, it's like in the middle of the night, you know, there's nobody around for a million miles and there's a stop sign. Do you stop or do you go through it? It's, where's the integrity? The integrity is God says that's the law. The integrity says you stop, and the integrity is you go. You know, you're, you're, you're on a highway. Nobody's around. The speed limit's 80 miles per hour in the middle of Texas. And what's your integrity? Integrity is you do the speed limit, or do you do 95? Because you can get away with it. I'll probably do a 95. But you get the point. It's in a, we all fall short, and there, there's truth in all of that, correct? But the point of it is, and the same thing comes back with, with the artificial intelligence. We have to be honest before the Lord. And that's the reason why I wrote Keys to Being Set Free, is to help us to be equipped to be spiritually minded with intimacy with the Father so that we can answer these questions properly when, we come, when it comes to our, our table, hmm. especially when it's talking about AI. All right. So All right, next one. one. Yeah. All right. Let us, let us analyze some areas that Christians should be mindful of when considering the use of AI. The first one is our ethic, ethical consideration. Many Christians focus on the ethical implications of AI, expressing concerns about bias, discrimination, and the potential for misuse. The alignment of AI development with Christian ethics around dignity, justice, and caring for the least among us can be a significant point of consideration. Yeah, so, I mean, let's just talk about ethics. So the bias and discrimination. 
So, I mean, this is, we're now taking this to a deeper level. Okay. So we just, we talked the surface. Now we're going to go a little bit deeper. So let's talk the real stuff, right? So biasism and discrimination. So an AI systems are often only as unbiased as the data they are trained on, right? So if the data includes historical prejudice or lacks diversity, AI algorithms can perpetuate or even amplify base uh, bias against certain groups, leading to discriminatory outcomes in hiring, law enforcement, lending, and more. With that being said, here's the disclaimer. We live in a fallen world. The world is anti-God, majority of it. Okay, The world is going to operate according to the world system. The world is going to set things up according to the world mindset. There is going to be issues. And when it comes to AI, it's going to be programmed with those issues. Perfect example, when I was just talking about, you're talking about Christian perspective. A, a person that's writing that code, if they're not spiritually sound, they're not writing the cold code with that mentality. There's no way it can capture that. Same thing with your hiring and same things with other things. So what ends up happening is <clears throat> with us even not even knowing it, we could be judging people or discriminating against people because of what AI's output has given us. And so we could be saying, well, the AI comes back. Well, this person doesn't have this and this and this and this skill. And we're immediately are saying, okay, well, that's they're not hired. We want this because this is the way the program's set up. And so we eliminate those people and we've discriminated those people without even knowing those people because of what the tools of the AI have given us. That's not okay. We as employers or people that are looking at that should be very mindful of that if we're going to be using that in our workplaces or in our systems. Is, is it could be biased, it could be discriminatory. What does the Bible say? The Bible says in Matthew 7, judge not that you not be judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. But with the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck in that in your brother's eyes, but you not notice the log in your own eye? Then in the context of that is like, why are you judging or setting things apart without actually knowing the person by trusting AI in the algorithm versus actually doing the work properly with mm -hmm. integrity? So I guess it comes back to that. So anyway, so that's kind of that. Well, privacy invasion. Um, I don't know. Do you want to tackle that? We can go into that. Yeah, I'll read through that. Yeah. Uh, the AI tools, particularly those involving surveillance and data analysis, can lead us to erosion of privacy. As AI grows more sophisticated, it can gather, analyze, and potentially misuse personal information, undermining the right of privacy. You know, I kind of even backing up to where you were with the bias and discrimination. We've seen this for probably a decade or more on, on our social media platform. Oh yeah. Where we're fed oh yeah our biases. Oh yeah. So it, it knows what we like so it keeps feeding us what we like. That's AI. Yeah. It's been around for a while. It's yeah. just now this explosion in the last year because of the, the accessibility things are changing so fast. I, but for, yeah, back to privacy. Well, but for Christian to use AI to invade another person's privacy is not okay. It's not and so as a Christian, we have to be mindful of that. Is this invading into privacy? Is this crossing a line, right? And so we want to be mindful of that. And, and we want to aspire, as First Thessalonians 4.11 says, we want to aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs and to work with your hands as we were instructed to do. Hmm. So it's, again, the context is privacy can be an issue. And yes, Christian, 
you're going to be, I'm telling you, we're in a fallen world. Your privacy is at hand right now. We just talked about it. there's recordings and listenings and videos and everything all over the place that's using AI. Your privacy is not, you no, there's no privacy anymore. There's no privacy. There's always somebody watching. But us as Christians, should we use it to invade in other people's privacy? No. no. So that's where we have to have integrity and realize what we're doing. Um, with that. All right. So the next one, job, job, job displacement. We kind of already talked about that, but the automation capabilities of AI can lead to job displacement, causing economic hardship and exasperating inequality. You know, as AI takes over more tasks, ethical considerations must be made for those whose livelihoods are affected. So, I mean, and um, I was talking about someone with the military the other day, they were saying that um, the military is looking for tech people. Because that's where everything's going. So your IQ has got to be a little bit higher in certain levels because only 10% are really infantry nowadays. They don't need just grunts anymore. They need people that can think. Yeah. And so they're really looking for that. And and um, they're doing that. But it, what it's doing is eliminating a lot of jobs because there's one person going to handle 10 things now, right? Just through AI. And so we're getting, so it's it's there's a lot of inequalities happening. So what about all those other people that don't have that? What about all those other people? Right. And so what does the Bible say? How do we approach it as a Christian? Well, the, the you know, I, I just put in there Deuteronomy 31, six, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or dread them for it is the Lord, your God who goes with you for he will not leave you or forsake you. So as a Christian, what happens if your job is taken because of AI? What do you do? You go to the Lord, you see him, you don't dread, you don't fear it. You don't look at it and say, Oh my gosh, I can't deal with this. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I can't train. I'm not smart. I'm not. That's right. You just seek the Lord and God will lead you accordingly. Amen. And, and don't worry and fear or fret about it. Just set the set your standards on God. He's the high and in charge, and everything else will be fine. This right. has actually been a big fear in my industry. A lot of people are afraid that AI is going to take their job. Yeah. And what I'm seeing is it's it's the people that learn how to utilize AI. Yeah. They're, they're the ones that are going to take your job. It's not AI is going to take your job. Yeah. But you're going to have less people needed to do the job because of ai yeah. because of the because of the tools yep. all right the next one the next point was uh depersonalization with ai handling more interactions whether in customer service healthcare, or education there is a risk of losing personal touch that is vital for empathy and understanding in human relationship well i mean that think about it so i'm going to put it in a computer where normally i would have the face-to-face -face meeting and now i'm sending the ai to do all the talking for you I mean, there's how many AIs are out there where you could put it in, they'll do the talking for you. You put in all the notes. Yeah. You're sure. no longer doing the, you're not personalizing it anymore. You can even make a video. <laughs> they, that's it's, what I'm saying. It's nuts. Yeah. So, it, and it comes out and it has a person that you select the color of the person, you select the size, you said whatever the one is, and boom, they do all the work. And you're just like, there's no personalization. Yeah. It, here's what I was just thinking when you're saying that AI very likely may come up with the cure of cancer, cure for cancer. Sure. Because it can work. So much quicker yeah. and go through the the, the algorithms all and the, the, yeah, yeah all the different stuff so much quicker yeah. but it's never going to be able to have the bedside man no no and all that in that so, word empathy yeah I mean, so again go back to what god is asking of us so can you do that i'm sure you can if there's balance within the within the work can i come up with an ai computer screen to do the message or video series sure but there needs to be the element of empathy. There needs to be the element of hands-on people. The world today is pushing us away from community. Mm. It's, 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 AI is going to push us away from community. God wants community. God wants us in fellowship. The word there is koinonia. 
that's deep fellowship. He never wants us to lose that. And and what's going to happen is people are going to become, like you said, they're not going to have bedside manners. They're not going to have the 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 ability to be able to relate to people because they're going to be through computer screens. And that's the fear. And so we need to be very careful. So 1 John 1, 7 says, be walk in the light as he is in the light. We have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from our sins. So it's, it's, we want to walk in the light and have fellowship. So we want to be very careful if, if we're using AI. And just be mindful of that. Reject that notion. Reject it. No, this is not okay. Community is right. Fellowship is right. Reject the notion of alienating yourself. You know, I don't need to go to church anymore. I can just walk online. Reject that. In the name of Jesus, reject that. Get in fellowship. Get involved. Have accountability. I just had a life group last night. It was wonderful to be with the community. It was wonderful to be able to hang out with people. Don't allow Satan to lie to you. All right. Um, accountability, we're just going to move on because we're running behind. So accountability, when AI system makes decisions, it can be challenging to pinpoint responsibility, especially when the decisions lead to negative outcomes. Lack of clear accountability can hinder justice and reparations for those who have been wronged. Um, you know, I the, I put in here, iron sharpens irons. Um, when accountability is so, it's so vital in, in how community builds. And, and the Bible is very clear how we're supposed to deal with, with um, circumstances and problems. And in Bible is very clear that we are to humble ourselves and elevate others, right? And so we're to deal with the, the accountability in a way that's glorifying God. It's not condemning. It's not, um, it's not pointing fingers. It's not saying I'm better than you and so forth. Where an AI can, can look at a responsibility, bring up the accountability, and then you're like, well, how do we, who said that? How did that come about? Or where is that coming from? Where if a person is dealing with it, and a person is working through it, then we can directly go with them and say, hey, how did this come out? Let's talk about this and so forth. So again, it's going back to, it's eliminating the community. It's eliminating some of these things that we take for granted today that we already have in place. It can start removing those and the accountability can become less because now we're putting our trust in AI and we're not putting our trust in what God is doing in someone's life. And so you see that? It's a a snowball. Yep. Unravel quickly. So we want to do that. All right, let's go into statement four. Okay. Another area of concern for Christians is we should be mindful of our stewardship and God's creation. Some Christians see AI as part of humanity's dominion over the earth, a way to a way of exercising creativity and intelligence given to us by God. In this view, creating AI could be seen as a form of stewardship, an extension of human ingenuity and a tool to enhance life and solve complex problems. So I, I say yes to that. Because we've already kind of talked to that, but it's within context of of what we just said, right? If it's done properly, it, 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 if it can be man using machines instead of waiting on God, it, we are we are responsible to take care of the land and to give God what is God. So if if what we're doing is to eliminate allowing God to speak to us, allowing Him to lead us, because we're trusting in AI, the God then we're we're eliminating the relationship we're eliminating all the problems that we're going to have we're going to eliminate that with the lord and we're eliminating intimacy so i can see for leaders church leaders myself you included i can see us having to deal with this problem in the future of the church where 
people without even knowing it because they don't have the right relationship with the Lord or going to be so stuck in, 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 in engulfed by the AI world that we're going to have to pull them back out to help them reset um, from how they've been sucked in to all trusting the AI it can versus their God. And it, it very will easily. Oh, it will. It will. So we have to be very careful. Um, we have to be very careful and mindful of our stewardship. It can, we can use it to glorify God. We talked about it at the beginning. We can use it to, to enhance, but it has to be in concert with what God is already saying and what God's telling you. All right, five. Another area of concern is with human identity and work. There are questions around how AI impacts the understanding of human uniqueness as it pertains to being made in the image of God. If AI were to achieve a level of consciousness or sentience, this could raise theological debates about the soul, consciousness, and, and what it means to be human. Moreover, there is concern about the effects automation and AI on the employment and inherent value of human labor. Yeah, I mean, if computers are doing all the work, and what do we do, right? Yeah, I mean, AI and automation can lead to displacement of workers, displacement, particularly in rep uh, repetitive or manual jobs, which can affect individuals' sense of purpose and identity. Many people derive a significant part of their self-worth and society identity from their profession and the contributions they make through their work. So it's, it, you know, it's, again, if you put your worth in your value or your gifts or your talents and, 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 and based off of that success is your worth then you're going to find yourself found wanting and AI is going to replace you. But if you put your self-worth and your value into who God says you are and to what he sees that you are, then what's going to happen is God says he'll always supply for your needs. He'll always take care of you. He'll always lead you to the next steps. He'll always work all things together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Then what happens is, God is, let me just give a really perfect example. Um, when Christine and I went into the travel world industry, um, we had we had a lot of business pedigree. So we've been in business for 25, 30 years, right? But we had no idea about the travel industry. We, When we first opened the door for that, the amount of education that we had to have was enormous. We had no idea how much you have to know in order to be a tour operator. We had no idea. So when we went into that, we looked at it and says, is this for real? There's no way we're going to do this. It's just too much. And then the amount of money it takes to be established as a tour operator, the the all the certification, all of the insurances, all of the um, the bonds, there's, there's, I mean, it's a plethora of all the different agencies you have to register with, all you have to take tests with, everything that has to do with it, you would be stupid to do it without any formal education, right? It just doesn't make sense. But we sense that God was saying, I want you to adjust your life here. We, I'm going to give you the wisdom. I'm going to give you the knowledge. I'm going to give you the insight. You just give me the dedication. You give me the perseverance and you give me the hard work. And I will then give you the next steps. That's what, that's what God said. AI could not have done that. But God can adjust your life and give you next steps if you just surrender your life to him, walk with him and listen to him 
and he will get you through. He'll provide for you. He'll take care of you. You might, your job might be lost to AI. God will provide another way. Something will happen. And so I think a lot of the fear that's happening within the Christian community right now is that, and they're wondering, is my job going to be taken away? Da, 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 da. That's not for your worry. Just surrender to God, walk closely with him, and you have no idea where he might take you next and, and, and so on. I don't know. Thoughts to that? Well, I'm just, this is not new. I mean, th- this is a new technology, but in the last couple hundred years, we've had a couple huge, I think we even talk about this in our next show, uh, basically changes. Like, so we had like when the machines, a combustible, combustible engine came into, and we had the industrial revolution. And then really not so long ago, like the 90s, what, 30 years ago, we had the kind of the computer, the technology revolution. So I see this as just a, it's another revolution. It's just going to be all it is. And each one of those had huge changes in what people did for their, for their work. Yep. I mean, before the Industrial Revolution, everybody was farmer. Everybody yeah. raised their own food. Yeah. And then that that kind of happened and yeah. changed it, and people moved yeah. to cities and that kind of stuff. And then computer changed lots of jobs. Yeah. And I think this is just going to do the and, same and, thing. And there's a right way and a wrong way to change. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's, the, that's the point. So the right way is that you surrender to God and you trust in the Lord. And you let God lead you. The ro- the ro- we're going to go to the seven. The, the, right, the wrong way is that you fear, worry, stress, and then you get through it that way. And so it's it's very we have to be very mindful of of what God is asking of us. And so, yeah. So all right, all right. Let's jump to the next one. All right. Uh, apocalyptic. I can't say that. Yeah. Apocalyptic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And end times imagery. I could have yeah. just started there. Yeah. With a tradition that includes prophetic and apocalyptic literature. <laughs> yeah. Some Christians may associate the rise of AI with eschatological eschatological themes why are you doing this to me pete that's fine anyway it is fun we're and we're going to really focus a lot on this on the fourth show our fourth yeah. ai yeah, show i just wanted to bring it out today is because i wanted to set it up so we there is a lot of um communities out there that are talking about this and so i thought it would be fun that we get to explore it so we're going to talk about end times uh it could could the ai be antichrist could there be something to that and i think there's um there's some relevant of truth in all of that. It really needs some like ominous music when you said that. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, yeah. That would have been cool. But we'll talk about that. So stay tuned. We'll, we'll, we'll. I don't know what the title would be. Probably prophetic and antichrist, end times AI. I don't know. But look for it. It's going to be in in three four weeks. I don't know. But yeah, I okay. just wanted to put it in there. We'll talk about it later. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right. Last one. First, our next one. Yeah. For Christians, maintaining a balance between leveraging AI for uh, societal benefits while also preserving and fostering genuine, empathetic human connection is critical. Love for one's neighbor requires active engagement, understanding, and compassion, qualities that AI cannot replicate. Yeah. I, again, I we've said this, and we're just reemphasizing it. It's It's critical that we are doing the work. And it's critical that we're not trusting an AI to do the work for us and that we are connecting with people that we're still putting human effort into it. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, I've, I've tested this one time on trying to write something and I let AI do it. I just put it in these notes and let it, and I looked at that and I think I, I think you and I have talked about it cause I did one of the show's notes on it and I'm never going to do it again. It, it's not me. Mm. And if it's not you, don't do it. And don't don't make you something AI is making you. Make you who God is making you. 
And, and so it's, it, that's the integrity of this. It's, it's, it's the vulnerability between you and the Lord, trusting the Lord, allowing the Lord to lead you and not putting your hope into this new technology. So yeah, it's not, it's not a substitute for one human relationships. And more importantly, it's not a substitute for your relationship with God. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's where we have yeah. to be careful. I would say, I mean, God first, God second, God third, and then say God says, okay, now do it. And they're like, okay, how could this, in concert with, we've said this many times, how could AI help it? And how is what I'm doing glorify him? Is it affecting privacy? Is it taking away from the human form of things? Is it discriminating against people? Is it, is it, if it is, then no, we don't do that. We have to reject that. Is it alienating you from community? Is it is is it doing any of these things? If it's doing that, then that's not of God. And so that's why we're having this discussion to help at least start the discussion to help people have an understanding that there's we have to work through this AI discussion. Well, and we think it's important enough that we're <laughs> dedicating four shows to right. you know, at least, and who knows what comes up later down right. the road as things continue to change. All right. In conclusion, within the Christian community, AI elicits a spectrum of reactions that range from caution and critique grounded in commitment to ethics and human dignity to enthusiasm and openness to the possibilities that the technological advancement might bring for the betterment of society and the practice of faith. Okay. Again, it may cure cancer. I think I think there can be a lot of good come from AI. And and we're you and I are on the same page with that. We get it. You see the context there. We use it. Um, but I but there's also those concerns. And we as Christians, if we are not following Christ as we should, we can easily get caught up into this AI trap. And we can easily allow it to control us in a way that's not glorifying God. And so there it is. So we just we just spent an hour talking about, you know, the first discussion of this AI. I think God led it. And I think God was glorified in this. Um, you know, but we would love to hear from you guys. You know, if 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 you have a idea, maybe listen to our four shores first. I don't know. But if there's something comes up, we would love to hear your thoughts on AI and have that discussion. This is this is an open forum. Um, but here's where we're at. If you are not walking with Jesus currently or you do not know him. You're 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 not you're not going to do very well in the AI world. I mean, you need Jesus as your light and your source. Mm. And uh, if you haven't given your life to the Lord, and and the Lord's triggered you, and it says, you know what, I need this. I need. I don't want to get caught up into this um, without having the spiritual light lead you and guide you. Well, you could do that today. The Bible says, if you just humble your heart and you come broken and contrite before Him, and you just say, God, forgive me of my sins. I've sinned. I've fallen short. I, I repent of them. I want to turn from my sins. I want to follow your ways. I, I want to acknowledge that you are God and King and that Jesus, that you died and rose on the cross a third day so that I can have eternal life. And, and then just confess it. The Bible tells us after you've done that, you just say, God, in Jesus' name, I confess before you that I choose you. I humble myself. I do not want to be God. I do not want to be caught up into the world. I do not want to allow AI to trick me or deceive me or be caught up into that. I want nothing but you. And the Bible says, if that is you and you've confessed that and you've surrendered that to the Lord, go and tell somebody. You confess me before man and I will confess you before the Father in heaven, God said. But if you deny me before man, I too will deny you before the Father in heaven. And you've been denying God too long. It's time to confess him. 
and uh, come talk to us. And so reach out to us. Bob, how can they get a hold of us? Yeah, lots of ways, Pete. They can go to our website, theriotpodcast.com. You can go to any of our social media sites. Again, just The Riot Podcast. Go to Facebook, go to X, go to YouTube. Um, and make sure that uh, you like and subscribe when you go to those places so you get uh, you get notified, first of all, when uh, a new episode comes out. But uh, it also helps the, the AI algorithms. It helps get <laughs> in front of more people. So there's a way you can use AI for good. So uh, share, man, would you share this with somebody? Just, you know, everybody is talking about AI right now. So here's a great opportunity. You can share, hey, hey, check out the show about AI. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to trick them, but yeah. they're going to hear about Jesus. Yeah. So uh, that'll be cool as well. Yeah. So, you know, Pete, as you were as you were praying there and kind of sharing the, the, the gospel with, with our friends, uh, I, I was thinking, you know, this AI, it's almost like it's like steroids or a magnifying glass. Mm. Like if if your walk with the Lord is strong and powerful, mm. it can just enhance it. Oh, yeah. But so if good. It's not. So it's good. also going to enhance that. So good. So that's why because of that, mm. that's why we have to be so careful mm. with this technology. Wow. Because it can, profound. It, yeah, it, it, it can be super dangerous yeah. or it can be super helpful. So good. All right. All right. Be blessed, everyone. Have a great week, guys. This has been The Riot Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to leave a comment and share it with your friends. See you back here next week for another episode of The Riot Podcast.